we've always tried to stick with the fact of that if we think it's a great song and, and we're proud of it, then that's kind of what we what we go by. I mean, if we spent the last 20 years running around trying to chase what was popular at country radio, we'd, we'd, be, we'd sound like five different bands. The Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony. I am so excited to be joined uh, with one of my favorites, Chris from Doc Walker. Chris, thanks for doing this today. Hey, thanks a lot for having me. All right, so you know you're living that rock star life right now. I actually interrupted you uh, doing a home project, right? Yeah, just my deck has been a disaster in front of our house all summer, and, and I've been putting it off. And it looks like we're going to get snow next week, so... And we might have some kids coming for Halloween this year, so I thought I might make it look a little better, a little safer, you know. Out of go. I mean, you don't rock stars. They don't live. They don't live the the glamorous life all the time, right? You got to take a break to be uh, to be normal every now and again. No, no, no. My father-in-law usually does his stuff for me, but he's out. Uh, I think he's out har- harvesting corn right now. <laughs> so it's all up to me. Uh, I'm sure you're going to do just fine. Reme- uh, remember, it's it's measure. Twice cut once. I think yeah, that's right, how it goes. Right. Right? I just can't wait till he shows up for coffee and just sits and looks at it. And I'm like, <laughs> oh no, what did I do wrong? If he starts looking at it sideways and, yeah. and humming, then you know you're in trouble. Yeah, no doubt. Well, let's get uh, let's get into uh, a little bit more of your skill set, perhaps other sure. than carpentry. Let's talk music. What's it like to be uh, getting ready to fire it back up and hit on the hit stage again? Oh man, it's been it's been actually amazing the last month. We uh, actually just over a month. We had a few shows out in Alberta and. Grand Prairie, then we did Stampede, and then we did a lot of shows in around Manitoba. We did the uh, Truth and Reconciliation up at Wasagamine in Clear Lake, which was a blast. And uh, then we, uh, you know, we've just been playing some other shows here and there in Saskatchewan. So for after a year and a half of basically going crazy, it's been nice to to hit the road and, and hang with the guys and play for the fans and and it's going to be pretty exciting to be in Winnipeg again at the casino at Club Regent. That's a beautiful place to play, and the staff's great, and the venue's awesome. Of course, being from uh, Manitoba, you've got such a Manitoba following, and I'm sure you know people have been just clamoring to see you again. And when you announced the show that you're going to the Club Regent Event Center, what was the response like? Oh, it's been, it's been amazing, like going around Portage, because I, I just lived outside of Portage, so... And I'll go shopping and talk to people, and they're they're just so I don't even think they're excited to see us. They're just excited to get out, you know. Like they're talking about how they're going to get a room and they're going for dinner, and oh, and then we'll catch a show. But we'll, you know, it's they just love getting out, and it's it's so nice that we can do that again. You know, uh, for a guy like yourself, you you guys have been in the game a long, long time. Did that year and a half kind of break? Uh, re- revitalize you? Did it, it put it, everything kind of into perspective? Like, how did you deal with the last 18 months of kind of being up in the air as an artist? Well, as an artist, Dave and I kind of had a, a nice break. You know, it's been, well, it's going to be 20 years this November that we released Curves. So um, we've had a lot of time to reflect and uh, a lot of time to write and a lot of time to really produce this new single, She Wants What She Wants. So that that was good. Uh, personally, for me, I mean, being out in Westburn, I have uh, I started a campground a couple about three years ago on the West Shore Lake Manitoba. So we did an expansion this year. So I spent pretty much a year in a in a skid steer uh, working. So it it was it was a nice break for me. I kept myself busy, um, but it's just being on the road and playing for the fans. That it, after after a while, I'm like, okay, this is enough. After a year, we got to start doing something. I'm really looking forward to the the possibility of uh, Chris from Doc Walker reality show where he's running a skid steer, building decks. Like I'm really looking forward to what you may do, you know, post Doc Walker. Oh God, it could it would be never ending. I mean, <laughs> it'd be funny, really, because I, I break things. Oh, I'm like that. Corb, <laughs> I'm like that Corb One song. It was a real hard worker, but he's hard on equipment. 
That's awesome. Uh, let's get into that new single, man. She wants what she wants. Just take us through the the process. Like, what was the what was it like, and, and what was it like to kind of see it get put together, and then you know the moments you hear it all mixed and and ready to send out to the world. Just take us through the whole process of this new single. Sure. Well, it was. I remember the day I started writing it. It was a Friday. I was. It was actually before COVID, and I was sitting in a studio downstairs and. Uh, I was sort of going over, you know, all the songs that we've had out in the past and, and uh, you know, the Doc Walker songs like That Train and Driving With Brakes On and Beautiful Life, Rocket Girl. They all have their story songs that have a lot of meaning and really connected with people. And I started thinking back about a lot of the, you know, the emails that we got and even fan letters back in the day when people actually used to send letters. But how some of those songs really helped them through a tough time in their life and, and um, hearing those success stories, it made me think of a, uh, you know, of a girl who was really in a horrible place and just decides one day that she's, you know, she's gonna go get what she wants and, and have a better life. And so I started writing it, and then Dave, you know, he's a fantastic writer. He he took the song and really, really made it make sense. And then um, just playing it at a few acoustic live shows we had, people really gravitated to it. So. Getting in the studio, we, we were in the studio before COVID, so we, you know, it was a full band in the studio, real organic feel, which is what I, well, we like as a band to be able to record like that, not not, not by email. So that was nice. Then, obviously, COVID kind of hit in March, so we had we had about a year to really kind of tweak it, and, which is, is a luxury we've, we've never had. It's usually, like... We finished the mix, and, and it's literally p- packaged and sent to radio. So we got to, to live with this one for a while, which was kind of nice. That is really cool, talking with Chris from Doc Walker. Chris, how do you balance, uh, when, you, when you're putting out new music with Doc Walker, You know, staying close to what fans maybe want or expect versus wanting to grow as a band? How do you balance that in, in trying to please everybody? Well, I, I mean, it's, it's tough because everything changes. Like, I mean, you look at the face of music, how it's you know, how people access it and listen to it and buy it, it changes, like, yearly. So I really don't concern myself with that, and Dave and I really, you know, we listen to radio, and and trends in country music have changed so much in the last 20 years. We've always tried to stick with the fact of that if we think it's a great song and and we're proud of it, then that's kind of what we go by. I mean, if we spent the last 20 years running around trying to chase what was popular at country radio, we'd, we'd we'd sound like five different bands. So, you know, we tried to, we're huge fans of the Eagles and, and Blue Rodeo and Tragically Hip and ACDC. So with us, we just wanted to have a consistent sound. And, and if it's popular, it's popular. If it's not, it's not. You know, you've got to take that risk. Uh, just take us into the final mix of uh, She Wants What She Wants. When you heard it all put together, did you get butterflies? Did you get goosebumps? What was it like hearing that after such hard work going into it? Well, yeah, because you really get sick of a song listening to it over and over again and, and, you know, wanting to change this. But the guy that did the mix for us is a friend of ours out in Toronto, Eric Ratz, and he does a lot of rock mixes with the Trues, and, and I mean, the list goes on. So, you know, he's not a conventional country mixer uh, like they, you get out of Nashville. So when we got the mix, I was we were totally blown away, you know, what, what direction he took it and, and uh, the sounds. And it just, I think it, the lyrics pop out, um, it sounds great. I'm just really happy with it. And you get to uh, play it live on the Club Region Event Center stage coming up November the 5th. Uh, yeah. Take us behind the curtain, Chris, with your like show day routine. Do you have anything like, uh, are you like an athlete in, in, in that way? Do you have your kind of set things that you do every day before a show? Or, or how is your day leading up to a performance at night? 
Well, it, it all depends where we are. Like, I mean, <laughs> being in Winnipeg, we're all probably going to have our families there, so it's probably going to be some sort of mayhem craziness backstage before. But we're, we're not really like that. We, we're pretty normal guys. Like, we don't have any, you know, pre-show thing that we do. We just hang out and chat, and then, you know, it's pretty relaxed. We don't really get wound up at all anymore. We save all that for the 90 minutes we're on stage. Who takes more time to figure out what they're going to wear on stage, you or Dave? I don't know. I think if you put all of us together, it would bat up to maybe like four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you get ready to head back, you've done the, the stage thing a few times. Um, was it difficult to remember all the words to your songs? Did you have to take a little bit of time to kind of go over everything again and get warmed up before you started doing live shows again, or did it just come back kind of naturally? Oh, yeah, it, it just comes back. I mean, I don't really... For a while there, I think it was about 10 years ago, I think I forgot the lyrics to That Train in Calgary one time, and I started getting really, you know, freaked out about it. And the more I thought about it, the more I forgot all the lyrics. So I think one day I was just like, ah, whatever, they're my songs. If I change the lyrics, it's my, <laughs> I can do it. It's my songs. So I think after that I was like, ah, don't worry about it. Just go up there and do your best. Chris, uh, one of the things that you've been doing lately is obviously talking to a lot of radio stations and all over the country. Uh, I've, I've watched a few of your interviews. Just from, from your point of view, to have Doc Walker out there again and, and getting to talk to people again, what does that mean to you who's you know kind of been around for a while, but still you got to feel the love from so many places across Canada? Yeah, I mean, it's been fantastic. We, uh, we've built a great relationship with a lot of radio stations and a lot of media outlets over the years, and... You know, it's been quite a while since we released a single. Um, so I think it was a good time, like I said, for us to reflect. We were taking a bit of time off to focus in on what we wanted, and then we are kind of forced to take another year and a half off. So it's been a little, little longer than I wanted, but it just it, it really kind of, you know, it, how do you say this? Really dreaming and doing this since I was a kid, to still be able to, to do it 20 years later is... is uh, well, I mean, it's a dream come true, so it's it's pretty special. Yeah, do you ever stop when you're driving the skid steer or working on the deck and just think, boy, oh boy, that, that kid back in the day, he'd be pretty happy with how it all turned out? Well, you know, I, I keep thinking back to the, the song Partners, Brothers, and Friends by Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. I used to play it live all the time at wedding socials and stuff, and I'm, there's one line in there that goes through almost 20 years of tour, and we've become partners, brothers, and friends. And I remember thinking, one, oh, those guys must be old. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny that now you know we can sing that song and actually mean it so it's it's kind of neat one positive thing with the stop is uh you know you, you did get to stop a little bit and spend more time around family what was it like to just kind of reconnect with maybe some people you haven't uh, had that opportunity to throughout your career oh it was it was great you know like i've got three kids we live out in uh sort of out in the country here so you know we're kind of self-isolated anyway we're pretty pretty laid-back people so it, for us it wasn't a whole lot that was different you know um and then obviously having the campground where people could come up and 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 you know uh, have the social distancing but yet still feel like there was people around it was it was pretty uh pretty amazing for us to have that so but it was nice to to be able to know that oh you know i'm not going to have you know a summer filled with with a bunch of flights and tour buses it was just it was something strange that i'd never really thought would happen because it's my life but to be able to just go okay well i guess i'm not doing anything this summer what what do i do now it was it was kind of fun how many projects did, around the house did you actually get done well i started a lot um <laughs> you know in pieces funny, right when when covid hit we did an addition to the house years ago and we just had a cement basement so i, I saw on youtube a guy painted 
fake hardwood floor on cement. So I, th- I started that project, but I made myself finish it, and I couldn't walk for about a week to my back. <laughs> but it, it actually looked pretty good, and, and, uh, and then I started looking for other projects. I can't sit sit still, so it's it's been kind of a crazy year. <laughs> I love that. Uh, the sentence when it comes to renovations, I saw a guy on YouTube. Your oh. wife must have been thrilled with that comment. Oh, I know, yeah. It's just like, hey, hey, honey, look what I'm going to do today. And she just rolls her eyes. <laughs> Whatever keeps you busy, yeah. I think, is key for her, right? Exactly. Uh, talking with Chris from Doc Walker. Chris, uh, just a couple more before we let you go. You got the new single out now. You know you're going to be on tour. You're, you're heading to the uh, Club Region Events Center November 5th. Tickets are available. Go to docwalker.ca for more information there. Uh, what's coming next for, for you and the band? I mean, where do you guys go after November 5th? And, and is there more new music on the way? Oh, for sure, yeah. We've got a couple different songs that we've been working on that... Uh that are super interesting and cool Doc Walker songs. And then in April and May of next year, we're, we're doing a Canadian tour. And I think they've released some of the dates in Western Canada, but it's going to be with, uh, with Lone Star and Sawyer Brown. So that, that's going to be a pretty amazing tour come spring. I think we're going to be hitting Brandon. I'm not sure. And I don't know if we're coming to Winnipeg. And I don't even know if I was supposed to say that. So <laughs> whatever. I mean, it's, it's, in this day and age of social media, there's nothing stays secret for long. No, that and the day and age we live in, everything changes within a couple of days. So oh, who, yeah, who you know, knows? It could be like Kiss and, and uh, Tragically Hip we could be on tour with by then. I don't know by the way things change. I think that would sell a couple tickets, you know, yeah. Kiss and uh, Doc Walker. I think that's a great combination. Yeah. Uh, before we let you go, um, because of the times we live in, a lot of young artists who were maybe just finding their way had to postpone their careers. Uh, just from you, who's been around a while, and I keep saying that like you've been around for 100 years, but it, you're not that long. But uh, you know, a guy that's seen the ups and downs of the music business, what advice would you have for any young artists that are maybe having to restart their careers or try and find their way through a, after the pandemic and get back into the thing that they love? Oh, man, I mean, I, I come from a, a time where music was so different. I know we had this guitar player, Dylan, playing with us for for a while, and he's a young guy, and, and he does a fantastic job in social media, and I think it's really driven that way now. But, I mean, it, it, like the, the advice I've always given to anybody, and it doesn't matter whether you're selling CDs, cassettes, records, or streaming, it's you just got to really make sure it's it's what you love to do, and, and the songs that you're writing and singing are what you love, because, I mean, you if you're lucky, you're going to be like us and be able to sing them in 20 years, and that's a long time singing something you don't like. Yeah, that is a really good point, and good thing you got a lot of songs that you do happen to like yeah, singing, exactly. and a lot of people uh, love singing back to you. There's got to be no better feeling than when the crowd just fills in uh, and, and you can stand back and, and just admire that, eh? Oh, yeah, like mostly when you know, we'll play Rocket Girl a lot, if we get the fans singing the chorus. And, you know, like I said, it was going to be 20 years this November. I just sent the tracks well it wasn't even tracks it was that long ago we recorded it on two inch reel-to-reel tape so i was digging around the old school studio and i found them and we thought it would be a good idea to maybe get it remixed and remastered for november but so they're two inch tapes so i hope they're still okay i sent them to toronto last week and they actually have to put them in an oven and and bake them (laughs) no they do i'm not kidding they have to like warm them up and bake them for a bit so that they don't because i mean it's been 20 years right and they're like magnetic tape so I'm sitting here like on pins and needles. I got a text from uh, the guy today saying that they're going to get at it today or tomorrow. So I'm just sitting here because if if those tapes are kind of wrecked, then we we can still get it remastered, but we'll never be able to get it remixed. So if if 
the tapes are okay and we can get it remixed and remastered, we're going to have that ready for uh, for streaming and release in, in November. So that'll be kind of interesting. That is unbelievable. What a cool process to go through. Like nerve-wracking, like you said, but from my point of view, man, that is the wildest thing I think I've ever heard. Well, it is because we couldn't find the tapes. And of course, you know, me and my organizational skills, I'm going through the studio and I looked at these two boxes. I'm like, what's in there? <laughs> so I opened it up and there's these reels, real tapes. And, I mean, I shut the heat off there for a couple of years, so it probably went from minus 40 to plus 40 in a couple of years. So I just, I really hope they're okay. That is so cool, man, and I hope they are okay, too, because I would love nothing more than to hear that. Uh, that is so wild. Yeah. Uh, Chris, thanks for doing this today, man. I want to just wish you all the best and, con- and continued success for you and Doc Walker. Uh, we're actually, uh, I'm going to be out in Portage January, late January, uh, for some Terriers games. I'm going to broadcast the games there for the Pistons. If you happen to be around, you're welcome to jump up in the booth and do some hockey commentary Sounds with me. Sounds great. So hopefully I can make it out and watch a Pistons game. We came to one last year. Or, no, last year. Probably two <laughs> years. God, time flies, man. No probably kidding. Two, three years ago. But, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, we've done some, some uh, anthems at the Terriers games, and, and it's just, I, I love that. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, so if you ever get out to Steinbach or if I'm in Portage and you're around, we'll get you in the booth and we'll get you calling some hockey. Sounds great. Chris, thank you so much for doing this today, man, and wishing you all the best heading into the show November 5th. Thank you so much. Okay, we'll talk to you later. The Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony. Weekday mornings only on Country 107.